Paul Stenhouse is with us from the States. Kia ora, Paul. Good morning, Jack. Um, we are counting down to the US election, of course. We've had the final debate between Joe Biden and President Donald Trump. And there are still all sorts of concerns over the legitimacy of the election, over whether or not people who want to vote will be able to vote, whether or not other countries are interfering in the election process. And now threatening emails have been sent to some voters telling them to vote for Donald J. Trump. What can you tell us? Yeah, to vote for Trump or else is what it says, Jack, or else. <laughs> or else. Which seems a little bit... <laughs> it's pretty, it's pretty out there, isn't it? It was, it was a little bit schoolyard, but, you know, mm-hmm. um, apparently this is actually the work of Iran, uh, is what the FBI has come out and said. And it's quite alarming, really, because you don't want to think of a foreign government or anything interfering mm-hmm. in something as important as an election. This was a little scarier, though, because these emails were really pointed to the people who received them. They contained the person's name, like the recipient's name. Mm. And that was, it said, you know, Jack, vote for Trump or else kind of thing. Like, it was pretty full on, actually. Um, And it also wanted them to very much know that it had all their details because it said at the very end that they know where you live. And how did they prove that? By actually putting in your address. Right. Kind of creepy. Yeah, kind of um, creepy. But this is actually information, though, and this is what the FBI kind of came out and said. They tried to get on top of this early. It was a very bizarre press conference, though, but we won't have time to go into weird. that. Yeah. But um, they wanted to come out and say this isn't thought to be a hack. This is just voter registration data publicly available because it's various states have various laws over here about yeah. what is and isn't freely available. But they also wanted to say that even if this was a hack... Just because they may have had registration data doesn't mean that they have necessarily got into voting machines because they're not connected to the internet. They're basically trying to say everything is normal, everything is okay, ignore the email, go and vote, you will be able to vote. Uh, it's just unfortunate that you have someone like the President of the United States uh, you know, really trying to undermine the election at every possible turn. And now, you know, yeah. add to this, we've now got potential foreign actors in the mix as well. Yeah. How, how are you feeling about the election? I mean, you're in New York, which is obviously, like, considered a, considered a Democrat state and oh, is yeah. considered a bit of a liberal bubble. And I know that you're in uh, Williamsburg in the heart of Brooklyn, which is certainly a, a liberal, liberal bubble within anything. a li- liberal bubble. But what, yeah. do you, what do you think? Well, this is the really hard part at the moment because you, d- you don't socialise with anyone outside of your own bubble. So you've got a bubble on your social media yeah. and you've got a bubble in your real life too. So I haven't been in at the office since March. Right. Um, and so you don't hear that kind of what are people thinking, what are they saying? And my Twitter feed is very much, ref- you know, it's a mirror back at me. Yeah. Um, so look, uh, momentum, hopefully, for Joe Biden, I think is the, is the general feeling. He's further ahead than Hillary was um, in the polls, but this is the whole problem over here is that you've, one, there's the electoral college system, but two, the, the media is so based in these big democratic cities that, as we found in 2016, sometimes the other parts of the country who may have very different views are completely yeah. overlooked. Yeah. It's going to be fascinating. I mean, I just oh, always yeah. think 77,000 votes, that's what decided the last election in, in Wisconsin, Michigan, and Pennsylvania. So um, it was very close last time, but um, mm-hmm. yeah, it'll be it'll be... I just think I, I hope for the sake of America, regardless of who wins, they get a definitive 
um, election result. You know, I hope there I hope there is no reason for people to feel like they've been robbed or for you know people to take to the streets or anything like that in, in a violent I would way. hope yeah. not. Okay. Anyway, we move on. Apple stores in the US are temporarily going to have checkouts. Yeah, Apple stores have famously tried to do anything but have a checkout. Um, Basically, for anyone who hasn't visited an Apple store, you know, they're sort of like big tables. They've got phones and laptops and computers and all that sort of stuff on them. And you're supposed to check out where you stand and where you're looking at the device. They even do things like hide cash register drawers, Jack, at the end of the tables, and they hide receipt printers underneath those tables as well. They don't want you to feel like it's a store. They want it to feel like it's it's fun as you spend Mm. thousands of dollars on devices. But because of COVID, they've now gone and basically put checkouts in. But of course, cue my eye roll, um, they've done this the Apple way and they've invented something new, Jack. It's Apple Express. It's not just a checkout. Uh. <laughs> but it's very much like a checkout, isn't it? Because you place your order online, you go to the counter, they give you the things you've paid for, and there's even some accessories there which you can pick up and pay for as well. Right. So Sounds what, like a checkout. Yeah, what but is no, the purpose? They're of calling it? it Apple Express. Yeah. What is the purpose? Just to pick up your iPhone faster, because the new iPhones are coming out, right? Yeah. The iPhone 12, hmm. and they wanted obviously they want, don't want people mixing and mingling in the stores. So you get in, yeah. go to the counter, plex a glass there. Yeah, okay. It just seems funny, you know. Like, don't you feel like sometimes that you know the world goes in cycles? You know, the whole you know we're all back listening to records again now. <laughs> we reinvent everything. Yeah, we just reinvent everything. Yeah, okay. It goes you know, out of fashion. Then twenty years later, Uber, it's back Jack. In. Yeah. Imagine if you catch an Uber and there were thirty other people on in your Uber going to the same place. Mm. You know, it's called a bus. It's called a bus. <laughs> funny that. <laughs> yeah. Is the McDonald's soft sea, a soft serve machine working? This is fun, isn't it? This is when technology is fun. Very important question, solving the most important questions in life. Because who wants to go to McDonald's with the thought of a wonderful Sunday or a soft serve and a cone and for them to do that awful look behind the counter, kind of just look at the mm. machine and turn to you and say, yeah, sorry, it's broken and you're sad. And so someone over here, a 24-year-old, nine gay, a 24-year-old guy named Rashik, he has solved this problem, Jack. He's introduced McBroken.com. So McBroken.com is a website you can visit. It's got a map of every single McDonald's in America. And there is either a green dot or a red dot. Green dot means you're good to get your ice cream. Red dot (laughs) means the machine is broken. And it's a pretty cool thing, actually. He kind of reverse engineered the apps. Because over here, you can uh, download the McDonald's app and you can order McDonald's either to get delivered or just to be ready for you. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> it's 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 a good thing. Um, so he basically got in there and managed to see how it all worked, and so he's checking every thirty minutes to see if it's possible to order a Sunday. Yeah, and that's how you get the dots. Uh, Fun stats. I'm looking at it right now, Jack. Did you know, seven point two percent of all of the McDonald's's in America currently will not serve you a Sunday? Really, seven point two percent. Isn't that wild? That's problematic. Yeah. Okay. Phoenix, thirteen percent. New York, and Phoenix is so hot. That's if anywhere needs it. Oh no. Exactly. Oh dear. Okay. Well, I'll check it out. McBroken.com. Thank you, Paul. We'll catch you again uh, next week.